Before we get to the positive news, Tim, do you want to tell everyone about our spring drive? Yes, man. We decided to do a trash tag challenge at Wiley Post Park on March 14th, 2020. We are beyond excited. We did this last year. It went really well. And this year, not only is everybody that participated last year excited about it, we have more people coming that are wanting to volunteer. So if you want to volunteer, pay attention to our Facebook page. We will have more information to come. Absolutely. What time is it going to be, Tim? 9 a.m. Absolutely. And if you, you're not in Oklahoma City, but you want to help us give back, follow us on our Patreon. All that money is going to our community drives, and you can tell us what you want us to do for our summer drive. But let's get to the positive news. Oh, what's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the Positive Truth, we're always trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. I'm JP. That's Tim. Tim, how was your Valentine's Day? Dude, it was amazing. How was yours? I was at work, so it was okay. (laughs) (laughs) Before we get to our positive news stories about people changing the world for the better, make sure to like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Helps us out so much. Helps us spread our message of positivity that we're trying to share to the world. Also follow us on Patreon where all of that money goes to our community drives, like on March 14th, where we're gonna go clean up a park in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. It's gonna be absolutely awesome. And if you join our Patreon, you get a bonus episode of The Positive Truth every Saturday or Sunday. We also have a Facebook, where we post all our positive news stories and more, and our Instagram. Guaranteed to get three posts a week on the Facebook and the Instagram, so make sure to go follow those. Before we're, now that we're done hyping things up, I guess. Tim, what's your first positive news story about people changing the world for the better? Man, I love my first story because it was actually sent in to me. Well, kind of sent in to me. I got invited to the page. That being said, we're going to talk about the problem that we have here. So female sanitation products are a huge problem in public schools. The reason being, I worked in public school system for about 10 years. We're public school students. And to talk about female sanitation products just does not happen, especially as a male. I don't remember ever having to talk about it to a girl. And I coached girls for 10 years. My very first coaching job was to coach girls. And I don't remember ever talking about tampons or pads or anything even remotely close to that. And unfortunately, it leads to a lot of girls being uneducated. They're not at home enough with their parents to talk about it. They're at school. They don't know what's going on. There's a lot of bodily changes that are happening, and they need different products that they just don't know about. So this is what led me to this super awesome person, Courtney Frederick. So I worked with her husband, worked with her husband. Her husband is a principal at the high school I worked at. She is a former counselor, high school counselor. And she realized that over the years, female sanitation products are a huge issue, and she wanted to do something about it. So she was on Pinterest one day and she saw somebody start a period packs project, which a period packs project is an, it's basically an avenue where people can donate money or donate sanitation products where the person that's in charge of it can distribute them out to schools or to young girls that need them. And that's exactly what she is. She started a page, invited all of her friends, let everybody know why she's doing it. And now She actually inspired two of her other friends that are teachers in Oklahoma City Public Schools to do the exact same and start a 
I apologize, period tax project for their school. And she also has two friends that are in Houston that started it as well. So what she decided to do, which is even better, was start her Facebook page and make it to where you can start this anywhere. All you have to do is get added to this page, which I'm going to share the link to her in our description so you guys can check it out. And then she goes from there into detail how you can donate and how you can start it for your own community, man. How dope is that? That is awesome. Oh, one thing that you mentioned before we started recording was how it's so much harder in poor communities to even get the access to this information or female sanitation products. Exactly. It's so tough sometimes talking about it on there when we talk about it a little bit beforehand, but I'm glad you got that memory, JP. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah, we both, me and Tim, both went to public schools. I never had this conversation like ever. I never heard anything about it. I didn't realize it was an issue. We're both males, obviously, here at the Positive Truth Podcast. And this is just incredibly helpful. Why is this not available everywhere? Man, and that's the cool thing about it. With people like her all throughout the world, it's going to be. Yes, sir. Well, what was her name? The principal? The principal's name is Greg Frederick. Courtney Frederick is the person that started this. His wife. Shout out to Courtney Frederick, changing the world for better. That's why we're here at the Positive Truth Podcast. And that's what we like doing here, talking about people improving the world instead of just problems like most of the mainstream news. Do sabes. Before we get to my last person, improving the world for the better, we need to pause and do audio meditation. It's where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. So Tim, what are you grateful for today? Dude, I am beyond grateful for good sleep only because I have not been getting good sleep and I'm not sure why, but it makes me remember the good times whenever I was able to sleep like five to six hours straight. Yeah. Yeah, you might want to get that checked out, Tim Tim. Dude, I just think I need a new bed or something. It's been a tough week, man. I don't know what's going on. But I'm looking forward to buying a new bed, though. I'll tell you that. You should get a California King, the big one. Dude, I I think I thought about getting one, but I think, like, you know what? No matter how big this bed is going to be, it's going to be me, Layla, Edna, and our dog in a corner of that bed no matter what. So just like a queen size will do. <laughs> well, I also sleep on my back spread out. Like a starfish, so... I <laughs> said a starfish. That is hilarious. So, different strokes for different folks. Facts. I'm, uh, I'm grateful for discipline. So at work, they bought us pizza the past two days, and I haven't been doing carbs, or really, really, really low carbs. The past week, I'm going to continue to do that, hopefully for a long time. And your boy... Didn't eat free pizza the past two days of work, so shout out to me. Dude, I know you can't hear it, but I'm clapping in my mind. I am so happy for you, man. That's huge. Free pizza and you said no? That's like me saying no to tacos. That's not going to happen. Yeah. My coworkers were like, JP, you usually eat two pizzas at once. Don't you want the slice? And I was like, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, shout out to Discipline. Facts. My uh, inspirational story, not really inspirational story, my person improving the world for the better is a man from India. His name is Boro Baski. I'm going to call him Boro because I love the name. He grew up in a very, very rural portion of West Bengal in India. I cannot pronounce the like town it's from, 
but he was the first in his village to ever get an education. Not only that's him, he was the first person in his village, in his family line, to ever have a birthday. Wow. So his, he doesn't know his exact day of birth, but when he was growing up, it was such a small agricultural town, you were born in the season. And he was born of the year of great floods, that's what his parents told him. And one time when he was really young, seven years old, they had a someone from the cities of India passed through his village and he impressed them. He was like, hey, I'll pay for your son to go to boarding school. And no one in his village has ever had an education. So this happened in 1977 when he was like, like seven to nine years old. And it was a Christian teacher. And they're like, I'll, I'll pay for him to go to missionary boarding school 50 kilometers away or about 30 miles away for everyone in America. And he paid the entire fees. So his parents were like, if you pay the fees, we'll send your kid away. So for the next 11 years, he went to boarding school. And from that point on, Boro, he just, he never felt comfortable. He loved his education at boarding school because it was the first time he ever saw electricity, ever. This is the late 70s, he had never seen it before. But he spoke Santhal, and in India, they only teach school in Bengali, Hindi, or English, so he felt completely out of place. He was also so much behind his peers because no one had ever got an education, so he basically came in as a kindergartner when he was supposed to be in like fifth or sixth grade. So he had to work his way back in, and then every time they were on break, he would go back to his home village, and they would look at him like, you're not here, you're not helping, you're not part of this village community, you don't know about our songs, our dances, you're just... Like he was, he was excluded getting, in both his lives. Getting treated like an outsider. Absolutely, but he he enjoyed aspects of both of them. He loved the education he was getting, and the opportunity it could present to him. But he didn't like going back to like his village where they were just stuck in their ways. But he loved speaking his native tongue, his native language, being around people that understood him and where he was from. So after he graduated, eighteen. He ended up traveling. He went to university. He realized this is why so many children drop out. It's because in India, if you're from a rural village, they have like an 80% dropout rate compared to people that grow up in cities because it's just so hard. You're so out of touch culturally. So whenever he got his first, when he got his college education, all he knew is he wanted to work in education. And he actually met someone in college. The teacher was like, hey, why don't you start a school in your village? And he was like, I can't do it because X, Y, and Z, mostly the money thing. So the teacher was like, you just need to go around and talk to people. You'll find someone that's as passionate about this as you are. And then that's all you need. You need one person to believe in you and you can change everything. So that's what he did for years. He would just go talk to people about this. And eventually he found an organization, a non-governmental organization, the NGO, which was teamed up with another organization I cannot pronounce, but I'm just going to call it GASS, G-A-S-S. And they were like, hey, if you run the school, we'll set up a school for free, give them free meals, and we'll make sure the education centers are up to par that you can send kids to get an education. So in 1996, he went back to his hometown village and started a school, right? Right. The school provided two hot meals, 
because a lot of parents wouldn't send their kids to school because they wouldn't be fed. It teaches, it starts out in their native language and slowly teaches them English and Bengali and Hindi. And it starts with traditional cultural arts that are close to them, so the students like learning, and then spreads out to more things like mathematics and English and literature. And now every kid in his village in 2020 has access to a free education, and almost every one of them goes to college. So he went from being the first person from his village to ever have a birthday, to now every kid has a birthday and every kid has an education. So shout out to Boro, improving the world for the better place. Dude, Boro is dope. That is awesome, man. What a story. Well said, JP. Absolutely. So, again, the point of these positive news stories is just being like, if you see a problem in your community, go out and do something about it. No one person can do everything, but everyone can do something. Man, absolutely. And the fact that he stayed consistent with his education. And on top of that, whoever that was that talked to him and said, hey, you just need to talk to people. They help change the world too, man. That's awesome. They're just as much as a part of Burrow's story as Burrow is. That's awesome. Absolutely. So hopefully these people improving the world to the, for the better will help inspire you for your Monday, inspire you this week. Before we get out of here, Tim, do you have a quote quote? I absolutely, absolutely do. We are all in the gutter, but some of us are looking at the stars. Just like Burrow and just like Courtney, people making changes in their community. Woohoo! Nice, Tim, Tim. We'll be back on Wednesday with six positive news stories. Till then, we're out. Stay positive.